The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, uh, four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Episode 326 on this 22nd day of August, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save so 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and other podcasts that are available up on that website. And thank you everybody who uh, listened or had watched the show on Sunday or our uh, third anniversary show with the fan of the van and brutally honest sports and level the playing field and uh, Garrett from two dudes of sports news. We had a lot of fun on Saturday, on Sunday afternoon there and uh, had some laughs and everything else. So thank you very much to all those who have listened to it. Uh, anyways, Dave, uh, how's vacation treating you so far? Doing well in uh, Whitefish, Montana. Uh, this is now day three. We are, we're leaving back. We're going back, uh, back home to Lethbridge, Alberta tomorrow. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's always nice to be away, but you know, there is a little party that wants to get drag your ass home too to get some normalcy because I can get pretty fat and sassy. It's, uh, yeah. Once you're away for a few days, if you were just out like a couple, three days, you can actually, uh, you can get away from you pretty quick and it's hard to get back in any kind of rotation, whatever you got going on. Uh, what do you get up to on Sunday after we got it, got done recording? I know I had a, I had a brisket on the, on the smoker and we got into that a little bit, but what do you get up to on, uh, on Sunday? Oh, like I mentioned, um, it was going to be a lake day. We got friends that have a place uh, on Foy's Lake. It's just outside of Kalispell, which we're always looking forward to. Got out there as a little bit. um, It was warm, but overcast. I like the sun. And so we played in the lake a little bit, but not as much as I would have wanted for reasons that I can't make up. The next door neighbor was having baptisms at their house, like real life. Oh, brother, where art thou? Get in the lake, dunk your head under the water, and baptize. Like, now when I say mass, I mean, like, there must have been 30 to 50 people that got baptized that day. No, I, I'm not a religious guy, Dave, by any means. I don't even pretend to play one on, on TV or in the podcast world, but uh, I always thought there had to be some kind of holy water. I don't know what makes water holy to get that all taken care of, but uh, unless a preacher comes and blesses a lake or something, but that's a bit odd for me, man. It it is the, the the house next door. It's it's an odd setup. My my the house of my friends. It's it's I'm not going to call it modest, but it's just it's just normal. It's a normal smaller lake house. Um, but the people next door, it's a shack. It's huge shack. Like there was there must have been 150 people on the the two tiered balcony watching people getting baptized. And there's stairs down to the lake, and people were walking down, getting dunked and clapping and then the next one next it was like a it was like a carnival ride except uh they were getting baptized and you know and and i when i jumped in i was like well maybe uh that uh gave me a little bit of karma going on to wherever you know it's, it's, it's wash, never your, it wash your sins away that we had the 1420 podcast that day <laughs> who knows but uh, to me that sounds like the branch davidians or the heaven's gate or even that uh what was that jonestown stuff that happened there? i think three four years down the road you might have a mass suicide or something going on there down there in montana that's that sounds that's a little bit weird for me it's well it's, it's not something you see every day so i shouldn't i shouldn't judge and point fingers but if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck He's a doc, man. Yeah, they were all, uh, to use the phrase, drinking the Kool-Aid. But ho- like, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't read anything bad in the paper. And, and it's just, you know, we walk what we do not know. I myself, uh, I have witnessed an adult baptism before. I was invited to one at a church, but they had a dunk tank in the church. This was, uh, this was in a lake that I have peed in. I have water skied in. I have had a couple beers in like so i don't know i do not know you say the right prayer before you like jesus turned water into wine so i imagine a preacher can 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 cleanse that water so people can rededicate their life to christ 
Dave, in the three-year history of this uh, show, doing this together for 300-plus shows of this thing, this is the first time I haven't had a, a cold beverage in my hand out in a glass of water I got going on here. We're recording at noon on a uh, on a, on a Tuesday, I guess. I, I have some stuff, get some running around I got to do. So, like, I got uh, I had to cut. But first time, like, maybe the time we're turning over a new leaf in our, uh, in our fourth year of doing this thing. Who knows? I doubt Well, it. you never do know. And and this is like a, as it was on Sunday and and now here this is is my first one of the day it's 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 after twelve so and I am on holiday so I am going to give myself a bit of a pass for starting a little bit early and yeah. and it's just you know it's uh, it's what we do and and you know I I'd be I'd be amiss if uh, I didn't. Uh, well, <laughs> didn't have one while we drank. Well, I'll, I'll I'll find a way to have an extra one or later later two tonight after I get done my running around. Anyways, earlier on, I think it was uh, yesterday or the day before. It doesn't much matter what day it was. Uh, Oriole's owner Peter Angelos basically came out and said that either uh, there's no way he can keep up the, the this this first place first place in the American League Baltimore Orioles together uh, with the way the team's playing with with the the way the current uh, roster is set because he knows he's going to spend more money and the first thing going to have to do is raise ticket prices raise concessions and on and on it goes uh this guy doesn't have a, a very good um way of reading the room i guess like it's one way of doing it when your team's in first place and your fan base is excited for the first time in quite some time maybe it's just time like i know you're asked the question or how it even comes up i have no idea why they keep putting a microphone in front of this guy's face but uh do owners got to learn, like I know this, it's a business and everything else, but do owners really got to learn to uh, respect your fan base a little bit more and say, okay, let these guys enjoy the moment for the year. Say it, like make make that kind of statement in December when no one's really paying attention because the, the, the Ravens are playing. Does this guy just need to just to shut up or does the media need to not ask this guy any questions? Well, it, it, I'm never one to say the media can't ask these questions because these are things the fans want to know. And, and, you know, once I saw these comments and you wanted to chat about them, I, I read a little bit about uh, this, this, this morning, uh, just to correct you, Peter's the dad, he's the owner, but he's 93. Oh, okay. It's his son, John, that is running the, the show. And he's the real POS running things here right now. And, well, and the um, Greek names I got, it's either John or Peter for every one of them. So I, I took, I took a stab at her and I got it wrong. So yeah, I, I, I'd imagine, but, um, you know, I, I guess if Dan Snyder can't be the biggest asshole and uh, owner in sports, someone has to carry the crown. And this John Angelos is, is coming by and he's, he's, when you're, I, I guess you know if you're the kid that's been raised by a dad who can afford a baseball team. I don't know how hard he's actually worked, and and he's probably now using just the equity of the team to fund whatever the hell he wants to to do these days. Because you know his dad bought the Orioles in 1993 for 173 million dollars. The Marlins sold last year, the year previous, for 1.2 billion. So I'm guessing they're like um, old John Angelos is uh, writing a lot of fucking checks that uh, has come from him, the equity raised in in the alt in the in the Orioles. He he's he was born into being a baseball owner, not a passion of his, and he don't give a fuck. And, and for him to come out and say this stuff, and then also the players that he's talking about. They still have them under team control for four years. For a lot of years still. So why, like, that, that's what I don't understand is, is why, why make these statements now? Why, uh, like, why not give the fan base a little bit of glory and, and everything else to have themselves a chance? You know, we have an, an actual, not just a playoff chance, but a, a world championship chance. The first time since 1980 or 81, I think it was last time they were, they hoisted a world series trophy there in Baltimore. So why he felt the need to make the, yeah, if you're asked a question, you should give an answer, I guess. But why, why he had to get a derogatory statement about that and, and say, I'm going to be raising, raising the prices for everything right across the board at this point. It doesn't make any sense when the guy's making nothing but money. We talked about this before TV deals and, and uh, the parking and blah, 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 that these guys make money on no matter what, like why not just let fans enjoy it for a couple of years. And then when it comes time to, to, for, for this team, cause maybe this, this, this year they caught lightning in a bottle, who knows? And, and next year they might come back to being the Baltimore Orioles again. You, you never know what with sports. It, it, it's, it's such, 
a year by year thing because you get a few injuries, your team might not uh, have an opportunity to be where they're at to next year, the year after that. So to make those kinds of statements and not give the, the fans their their due uh, when they're getting twenty five to thirty thousand a night right now. Why not just let it go? And the thing is, with and we talk about it all the time, just with uh, our our, uh, our local team here. If you get more people in the stands, you make more money. You don't need to, to raise ticket prices. You make more money no matter what, and it's free money because the seats are already there. So it's not like you have to you have to raise prices that astronomically. If you get more people, they will spend more money. It's, it's fairly simple. Well, without a doubt, right? Like uh, the the twenty dollars seats in the third level, you know, yeah, that ticket's twenty bucks. There's twenty bucks right in your pocket because you're turning the lights on and paying the janitors, anyways. Exactly. But now that twenty bucks turns into fifty, sixty. Maybe someone's going on a vendor. They spend a hundred bucks. They go to the gift store. You know, that twenty dollars turns into two hundred pretty easy without not much not, without much going on. That everybody's and there for, anyways. The beers, the, know, the, the kegs are already bought. Right. And so if, yeah. if you got to buy more, you got to buy more, but you know what? You can always, you can like, I don't, obviously I don't know anything about running a, a professional sports franchise, but it seems like you're going to need more beer anyways. At right. some point in the season, I, I'm just throwing that out there. Right. Well, then, then we got to buy more sandwiches to sell. Right. And on and on it goes. Well then, but you know, you check me if I'm wrong. When you buy this sandwich from the wholesaler and you pay someone to have a sandwich and then you raise the price of said sandwich, you're going to you're going to make more money on the sandwiches as well. So why he felt the need to make that statement if he, if like these owners who do and it happens all the time throughout sport like he talked talk about the guy out in Oakland who's who pulling his weight around and it's everywhere but these guys who who think that they're pulling the wool over over the common man's eyes because sports fans probably know more about their about their franchises and than the owners do because they're fans and they're fanatical and they want to know what's going on and why 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 so they have a lot more answers I think than 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 questions when it comes to this kind of stuff so why owners feel the need to make these statements I I will never get it I, I don't think old old John Angelos is fooling anybody. No, he doesn't, and and there's this apparently this uh, expiring stadium deal with the Baltimore. Um, stadium network authority, I, I, whatever, yeah. something like that. But it, but it's a, it's in 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 joint. It's a it's a deal they have to sign with the Ravens because those two barns are really close to each other and uh, they share parking and all this kind of stuff. And this Angelos guy wants more money from this this fund to run his team. Well, you know, I don't. No one's buying this because a. He he's never given a shit since he became the 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 owner and principal. I guess that's what I'm going to call him. And and you're not spending any money on the team, so why do you need more money? And then any money that he asked for that that the exact same amount of money has to go to the Baltimore Ravens, who aren't pissing and moaning and and saber rattling, saying maybe I'm going to move this team. And there's no way like the what makes this different from the Oakland. Uh, owner, the Oakland owner wanted out. He wanted. He, he found wanted, a way to. He found a way to hit rock bottom yeah. and move out. He was making sure yeah, no exactly. one was coming. Yeah, you bet that. And then like the stadium and get, everything else. Like there's mm -hmm. no, there's no way. Good point, Dave. There's no way that that beautiful stadium in Baltimore won't have a major league team. There's, 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 there's just, there's no way possible. And I get it. The commissioner, um, I forget his name right now. He, he, Manfred. even though he's Manfred, even though he's working for the owners and he makes that apparent every single decision or every time he opens his yap, yeah. he's on the side of the owners. But if, if anybody even thinks about relocating the Orioles, like I don't, I think every major league baseball fan in the, on the planet will be freaking out because well maybe this is his way of because he like you you mentioned earlier that the, the marlin sold for 1.2 billion dollars whatever it was and like it wasn't that many watched well, a lot of years ago now when the guggenheim group bought the uh, dodgers for two two billion cash but uh, left the uh left the parking lot deal to their to, to the, the, their past owner but <laughs> parking 20 bucks 20 bucks 20 bucks that's a uh, 81 times a year man that's good business which i could get into that business but yeah you, uh it's better than seat geek obviously but yeah it's one of those things like maybe this angelos guy is just trying to find a way to to get this this team sold so he can actually profit and without having to do any work at all like, well, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know how much actual like work he puts in to being the owner of the Baltimore Orioles, but if if he can just 
strong arm his way out without strong arming his way out just by making these comments and everything else and and, and strong arming this um this this, this uh, sports authority group in, in in baltimore maybe this is his way of saying i'll, I'll i'm gonna find a way for them to make me sell this team maybe i don't well, know and, well that was the another thing this article uh touched upon like it's not his team to sell it's his dad's and so who knows how that works, right? With the and and like his dad's ninety some, and and I don't care who has power. There's a piss match the other kids or something, something yeah. going on there. Yeah, yeah. There, there's something going on, and that, that we'll never know. And and even last year, this the John, the guy running the team, said like, "Well, I'll open the books. You guys can see the books and see we're not making money." And then it came to the day where he was going to present the books. It's like, well, no, I I can't really do that, you know, because there's some sensitive information in there. So he's he's a total Dan Snyder, and and that's Aaron, uh, brutally honest, Aaron. I'm sorry, but pal, you got a shit fucking owner. No, so I he's, hope he's, he's well aware that I, he's on Twitter all the time, pissing and moaning about that. But Aaron pissed and moaning, who or or he uh, he surprised me. Who was a fan of on a daily basis. One day he's a, a, a Phillies fan, the next day he's an Orioles fan. Whatever, it doesn't much matter. It's uh, <laughs> no, you, you just like and for for a guy to, to crack open the books. Okay, crack open the books back in in 2000 or or yeah, 2015, 16 when the Orioles were were relevant. Crack open the books when they first bought the team, and and Cal Ripken was uh, setting the record. Crack open the books when when the, the Yankees are in town because the Yankees draw quite quite well in Baltimore uh, probably more so this year than the years past because they the, the uh, Orioles do a lot more winning than they have but crack open the books in in the the good years and let it let's see it so if you if you have a competitive team and not even not even a, a World Series class team but if you have a team because now with Major League Baseball with their, their expanded playoffs and everything else that they have and the wild cards and on and on it goes there's teams that are relevant now or or they they have a, a playoff shot right now that two years ago they probably wouldn't but because of the expanded expanded playoff pitcher you have people who are going to games more often now than they were say two or three years ago because of the expanded playoffs and and never mind that like like we uh, started when we uh started this conversation these young guys that are just putting asses in the seats and, and keeping the team in first place. They're on all under team control for like three to four more years. I think a, a couple of those guys aren't free agents until 2028. Making and, like and, 500 and grand, 600 grand. You have salary control. This is such a rare opportunity to go for it. You know, the, as, as Jay's fan, it was pushed down our throat so much how this good young team is ready is the can't wait for three, four years. You know what? It's been three, four years. And that's now, and yeah. You bet. Like, and this is the a, a, a pretty critical time for the Toronto Blue Jays franchise. They haven't made a dent in, in any kind of postseason play. And it doesn't appear, unless they figure out how to hit, I don't know how so many guys forget how to hit, unless they figure that out again, they're not going to make a dent this year. And so just as a fan base, they see it all the time. Chicago had their one kick at the cat. They took it. They got their title. And then they started selling. You can live on that for, you can live on that for 10 right. years. Well, the Cubs, you know, Cubs fans live on for 108 eight more years. They'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They and you want know, to, and, but. <laughs> and as an Orioles fan now, you know, this piece of shit's going to sell the pieces. He's going to sell the pieces. There's no way. And that's what that's when, when he says, I'm going to raise ticket prices, what they're hearing is he's going to raise ticket prices now and still sell these and teams. still sell the teams now still so now next team. year he can raise ticket prices because the team is better and so there'll be more of the old supply and demand thing right so he can do that and he's going to to get rid of these uh the, the rushmans of the world and the gunner hendersons of the world and everything else it's it's, it's such a crooked fucking move and i i and i because i don't think that if if you have a uh a team that you're following and they're successful. They're, they're doing good. You don't mind paying five, six bucks, 10 bucks more per seat. Cause how many, how many guys go to 81 a year? Right. right. Like it's, it's, when, it's when you get, it's when you get raising them 20 and 30 bucks and all of a sudden you're like, well, now the, the, the family isn't going to, to four games or five games this year. We're going to one. So if it's, if it's, if it's a single guy and he's got to cut back on how many BLs he drinks that game, you can probably stomach that. But if it's a, a thing that uh, it's, it's, an exponential amount of money, then that that's that's when you run into trouble when, when it comes to fan base because it's already expensive. Even though you're sitting, it's, it's not so much the ticket unless you're sitting in the the, the presidential suites that every field has. But you can get into a, a, a baseball game for a pretty reasonable price. It's all the other stuff that gets you. 
Yeah. And, you know, and it's, and it's your time commitment, which, which fans do. And that's, and that's part about sports. And that's, that's what us as sports fans like spending our leisure time on, um, you know, and then, so let's say, okay, we're willing to spend, uh, pay five bucks or more, five bucks more per seat to, to come to your game now. And then, okay. So now when you trade Rauschman, instead of signing him, are you taking are that you money take, off? Are you taking that five bucks off while well, inflation and, you know, paperwork and all that kind of stuff, you know, the people don't trust this owner as far as they can kick him, And he's still not even doing the best for his team by signing a simple fucking lease agreement that the Ravens seem to be able to figure out every fucking year. Like, I don't know how long, not every year, but you know what I'm saying? He's he's crooked and 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 the Orioles is just his his end to it means he doesn't uh, he doesn't um, uh, have the the team's best interest at heart and that's that's clear to everybody fans non fans casual observers this guy's crooked and he's in it for the stroke not for for the team like you wonder if you ever get to a point where you might have. Um... I just thought of this. You might get to a point where you have like the, the community is more uh, at the forefront of, of a franchise where maybe the, uh, it ends up being like the, I mean, the green Bay Packers, like they call it community only. It kind of is, but it's not really when it comes down to it. Um, like you wonder if you might ever get to a baseball team or a hockey team that they go, you know what, let's have this, our, our city just buy this team because the money that, that, that these, that, uh, uh, quasi successful franchise brings in and then you could have jobs that, that are there and on and on and on you wonder if that's ever going to become a thing where a team is actually community owned that actually a, a team that has the community's best interest in it and it, it might be a way to get get rid of these these owners that that just use this thing as a toy and a, a personal bank account well it's i just said that i thought well let's think about the owners like that Let's talk about Jerry Jones in Dallas. He wants nothing more than to win one, and but he's yeah. spending his money foolishly. Um, in the NHL, we have Daryl Katz, right? Who, who and even the Flames, who want nothing more than to put a winner on the ice and bring a Stanley Cup home. But they just money's not an object, and they and, and they're willing to do it. The desire is not an object. It's now just putting the machinations in to make this happen. And but they're so eager to to make their team a winner that they're throwing money at problems as to actual diagnosing problems. Orioles fans and franchise has the opposite problem. We, we kind of figured it out, but now we got the guy at the top pulling the strings. Who's trying to fuck this whole thing up for us. And the bad thing about this, not the bad thing, like the Orioles are, are, are playing really great baseball and their best team, best record in American League. And uh, hopefully they they start a three game series tonight with the Jays we were talking about. And this will this will uh, probably put the Jays out of their uh, their out out of the division lead no matter what. They're probably going to catch that eight and a half out. But you you just wonder like when when a team has this kind of kind of moxie going on like the Orioles do, do you, do you think there might be a player to like? Fuck this guy. Like, how, do, how does a team react to this? Not so much this year because you're in first place, but if they get off to a bad start next year, do they go, you know what? I'm getting paid anyways. This guy's already basically said, I, he's going to sell me off. I'm, I'm going to get mine no matter what. Do the Rushmans of the world, do the Gunnar Hendersons of the world, and whoever else they got, got on, that, on that team, do they just kind of go through the motions a little bit? Yeah, because if you, uh, you're, they're going to get their free agent deals when, when, when these uh, team control deals are up, and they'll get paid quite, quite handsomely. Do you think that they go, fuck this guy? Why? I'm going to mail it in a couple times a week. Fuck them. Who cares? I, I don't think so. I don't think so because now they're doing it for each other. Like the, the, the major league franchise, right? Like they might have that, uh, they might put uh, John Angelo stickers. In us, the, versus, on the, uh, us versus him kind of deal. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put them on the urinal cakes, man. Like fuck this guy. Like we're doing it for us. I get it. But like, when, when are we ever going to have a, uh, an opportunity to, to bond and, and to win as brothers because the simple fact that all these guys are so young means they did play on the same teams for, I don't know, three, Minor four years in the minors. They've ridden buses. They've shared happy meals. They've, uh, they've probably gone on a slump buster or two. Get drafted, by, get drafted by a team that lost a hundred plus games thinking, Holy fuck. What am I going to do when I, once I get there, this is going to be awful. Yeah. And then now you're there and you're winning as a young group of guys. I imagine they're having so much ridiculous fun and, um, the the manager and whoever's uh, pulling the strings there on the field and, and is charge of gameplay. They don't mention like they don't mention the owner because the owners are the owners a problem boys. 
but we can only take care of what we can take care of. And let's do it now because who knows when this ass crack is going to break us up. And we might be playing above our heads. We better just go after and get it. You bet. Young, the young dumb, right? We might not get one of these chances ever again. No, it's it's great, and we'll we'll get off this great now. I'm going to finish this off. You just wonder why these owners, and there, there's 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 yeah, I'd say it's about half and half throughout sports who are there for profit and are, are there to win. Like you said, Jerry Jones wants to win. He just uh, can't get out of his own way. But then there's ownerships who can't see the the forest through the trees, and, and uh, they don't realize that if we win, I'm going to make more money. Simple, like it's it's that simple. That if we win, if we're if we're a success, we will have more people in the stands. And I'm not talking if you're a uh, if a, a, a 500 team, but if you're if you're playing, don't just do 500 and 600 baseball is one win a week. Really, it comes down to it. It's just math. And you wonder why these guys don't get it. Like if we get a better team and people look in the uh, in the uh, the standings on on whatever app on MajorLeagueBaseball.com and see that their team has an actual shot, that more people are going to go. And the, and you'll make more money. Why they don't see that, I will never understand. Ne- I will never get it. And you know, I think and, baseball's uh, the worst for that. Uh, com- completely, because you know it's it's a good problem to have. Uh, is it a good problem to have right now? Then, if you're an Orioles fan, or like like I keep mentioning this team, one of the ones I like, the Rockies. Right? They get their twenty thousand, twenty five thousand a year, and they know we're never going to win, but it's something to do, and we're just going to have fun, right? But what do you do there? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It's I, like, I guess there's a hierarchy in each, in each community, right? Like, like where like the, the Rockies are probably third or probably fourth on, on the pecking order uh, of, 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 of professional sports franchises. Because you got, you got to think that the, obviously the Broncos are, are, are number one, the avalanche two. the, uh, the nuggets three, and then the, the Rockies distance fourth. So the people of Denver, Denver are like, we just go to games because it's fun. It's nice, right. a nice building. We go to the games because it's fun. We have our other three franchises in sports that we're more that we're more passionate about, but we also don't mind spending a buck or two to go to, to go to go to the ballpark. Yeah, and I think Maybe Denver is an odd. Yeah, I think Denver's an odd town where they are an active city, right? They like getting out and doing shit. They they're outdoorsmen. They're they're trail riding. They're doing this kind of shit. And so summer, it's a nice distra- distraction. We take our winter sports seriously because we need something to do. Yeah. We can't ski every fucking weekend. Yeah, it's so. just too bad. It's, too, it's just too bad this Angels guy had to, to be the center of attention. I mean, that's what these guys are egomaniacs, and you wonder why, like, the, like the greed that comes over these mega ultra rich guys. I, I'll, I will never understand it. Like when you when you got something that's in your backyard that's worth a billion dollars plus, and you're still pissing moaning about about money that you could still be making anyways. I'll I will never understand it. I, I and asking for money, like like this the uh, the stadium deal that he has to sign before December thirty first. It's it, it seems to me like he he has his hand out. He's asking for money from there, and like it, it's just it, it's it's he's he's a billionaire's kid that is in task with running the team, and he could give a fuck about the team. He just wants the financial rewards of running said team. And at least, you know, maybe it's, you got to give him credit for being such a douche nozzle right off the hop yeah. and saying, Hey, don't, don't worry. I ain't spending the money. So it's not like really like what was said yesterday. is not a surprise to any Orioles fan or baseball fan. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, like, oh, it's not a, it's not a shock. Yeah. When yeah. someone tells you who they are, believe them. Pretty much every time. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app.
1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Beer Sports Talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. For the best in men's skincare, get 20% off by using, or men's skincare, get 20% off the uh, by using promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com today. And uh, keep those fine lines and wrinkles and bags in your eyes, everything else, uh, off your mug uh, these summer months. It's coming to an end, eh, Dave? Like it's like I always we were talking last night that like summer it's just it's done so quick before you know it like it's it's August twenty second now and then we're thinking about talking about Thanksgiving it's only six weeks away whatever it is like fuck me and next then this weekend the, is Labor Day yeah, yeah and then the the, the leaves start falling and blah 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 and then before you know it there's a fucking foot of snow like it 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 goes so quick like it's just and it's and then winter seems to just last so long in comparison like hate it i absolutely hate it anyway uh, speaking of uh go ahead sorry oh i know i was just like this summer was punishing so uh down here in montana having actually rain most of the day yesterday was a bit of a welcome relief it's it's you can only stand so much heat and it's and then when you got the smoke and everything like, yeah no she's been a, she's been a tough go up up around our neck of the woods for sure there's no getting around that uh Last night, Dave, and I, I didn't know this was a thing because I I, I I definitely do not watch NFL preseason football. I think it goes on too long. I've been to an NFL preseason game once. I think it was in 2000 and it was 2000. It was San Francisco. No, it was, yeah, it was the San Francisco 49ers and San Diego Chargers back then. I don't know who won. Don't care. Don't remember who was even playing on the field that day because I, I know like the, the starters played the first the first uh, round of this first scrimmage game. And that was it. They, they were gone at the first series and it didn't much matter but um nfl preseason i guess there's some record that was beat last night that i i was unaware of till you sent me a message earlier on this morning that the baltimore ravens they uh they had their 24 game uh preseason win streak uh snapped last night by the washington commanders the old commodores lionel richie and the, and the boys were uh, out there doing doing some damage uh is this an accomplishment or is this just a bag, great big bag of who gives a shit? <laughs> I myself think it's the latter because no other sport with preseason games. Like I, I, I don't even know if Baltimore cared, but it's just something. Well, might as well win. We're, we're keeping score. I don't know if, if Jim Harbaugh, since he's been running this team has uh, kept starters in a little longer, but. I actually uh, on the on the Twitter machine. I, or, or, or do we got to call it the X machine now? It's it's still Twitter. Yeah, and that's what I think too. So on the Twitter machine, I even saw there was one. I saw you sent, I saw for half a second. You <laughs> sent me that thing with the X. It used to come up when things got sent. It was Twitter up until just like a few days ago. And now no, it came X. up with an X with, with, oh, I thought you were sending me some porn or something. Like, what the fuck, Dave? I know, like, we're friends and all, but like, fuck, that's a little personal. <laughs> yeah, not everything that comes out of my yap is, uh, oh, is X rated, right? A you bit, know, it's a little bit odd, Dave, sending me porn, but whatever. I, 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 I can work blue, but it's not consistently, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, a couple of Baltimore fans. Well, no wonder the Washington won that game. They, they had their starters in for two quarters. So someone cares. Because they took the time to thumb out that that tweet, and but how could anyone possibly care? I think it's a record more of of luck and happenstance than anything. Because nobody plays the starters for a whole game. Like some some quarterbacks don't see their first um, snap until the first game of the regular season. They and might play. They might play three downs like in the first yeah. game, just because the, the sponsors are in the, in the stadium and they want to, to, to get the photo ops and stuff. It's some like to a, to a man, almost like I've, I've heard a lot of people that as much as I, I pay attention to pro preseason football, uh, like when you turn on whatever sports cast podcast, whatever it might be to a man, every, uh, every sports reporter has basically said the NFL preseason this year might be worse than it's ever been. Whatever. <laughs> And for, for people to say that, that's like, oh, like that, because that's a pretty lofty goal to get worse and worse and worse. To watch the the preseason football, like you have to be so into every single aspect of a team, because I can understand how someone wants to see how this draft pick's going, how this free agent's going, how how that line is working, whatever, and is this kid gonna be able to have a chance to make it the team? But that's it. It's not about wins and losses. It's not about scores. And then at the end of the day, um, number one, did we make it through the preseason with nobody getting hurt? No injuries. That's number one. Number two, are we ready to go? 
Number three, I don't fucking care if we win or lost. Are we ready to go? Like that, like I don't, I don't, I don't think any organization really cares. And and it's so it's, it's kind of funny almost to me that a team might have a, a seven year undefeated streak in games that don't matter. That's like, that's got to be tough to do. And then like, and they're, they're guaranteed there's Raven fan out there who's uh, every year talking about it. Yeah. We haven't lost yet. Haven't lost yet. And then when they win the first two games of the regular season, five and oh, and people are like five, well, we didn't lose regular in the preseason either. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Like I, I guarantee you there's guys like that, whether they're an intelligent people or not is uh, it remains to be seen, but I, I get, I 100% guarantee you for the last, since 2015, if the Ravens go, go two and O to start every season, there is a fan out there that goes, we're five and O so far this year. Because <laughs> right. football fans can be a bit. team, But yeah. Every team, just fans, but you know, it, it seems like I, I do believe I'm on totally on your side that NFL fan is the most fanatical of any kind of sport fan base. There's no doubt to that because there's just so many players, so many moving parts, and and you know, there's always something else where you can actually know more than the next guy because the because there's just so much to know if you choose to make that your your hobby that you're just gonna figure out every single thing. I saw another thing as that, you know, you just get on the, the the Twitter machine and look for that kind of thing. And, and it was, it's kind of funny. I love seeing people express their, I don't know what, what to call it, but, but once again, some Raven fans, Washington says they didn't care. And they show the one guy doing the gritty and the kicker for, for the Commodores when he cut, kicked that winning field goal, he put the L on his head and then like, I get it. So it's, I, like anything, you're keeping score so you care, but they the the Commodores took some pride in ending that 24 game win. Wait, streak. do you think it's because maybe the uh, <laughs> because I, I I I don't know, but I'm just going to make the assumption that the Baltimore uh, the their fan base, their media group, whatever, or maybe the odd player here and there. I can't see a a, a player with any brains would would be bragging about a preseason record when most times the guys who play in the preseason don't make the opening day roster anyways because you know they don't want anybody to get hurt and it's just a way for owners to make money. Is all those preseason games really are? Maybe you get the guy here and there a little bit of work in, but the uh, for anybody to be bragging about their preseason records probably an idiot. But so maybe it was just like the Commodores. Uh, players to make th- th- those kind of gestures is probably just like okay right on we beat you guys and we're going to be looked act as dumb as you for the way you act about winning a pre or about having a preseason undefeated record that goes back to 2015 when a lot of these these guys who were playing were in the sixth fucking grade think about that <laughs> like when this thing started there was guys in the sixth to eighth grade that didn't even yeah, they, they, they want to be football players but there was guys like I said, yeah 2015 is eight years ago yeah, they hadn't signed their. Yeah, they're, they're, they hadn't even their signed their letter of intent to go to college yet. No, they were. Yeah, they were just being meatheads in school, right? Just trying to figure out girls and sport. And now you just kicked the winning field goal in the twenty-four yard uh, uh, game win streak. Put that on your fucking poster, like Jesus Christ! Like it, it's, but it just shows, you know, it, it's it's boys, right? Because I don't care what we're doing, like on summer games where we're playing bocce or or whatever. At times, it, I won't say it gets like chest pumping, but you know, when it's when it's you're playing the twenty-one and it's nineteen nineteen, you're. You're happier to get a little more. The intensity level picks up a little bit. There's no doubt about that. Like you, you, when you, you, when you do play anything, you want to compete. And it gets, that's one thing we've talked about a little bit more, more so recently with the, uh, the way minor sports is with kids don't even know what team they're playing with half the time. And they can one day Jasper's playing for this little league team. Then he's playing for this team and that team. Like once you put your uniform on, you get between the lines, you're, you, you compete, but when it's over and you're losing, you don't really seem to care a whole bunch. When you win, you're like, oh, yeah, we won, and then you go home, right? But when when you lose, you're like, all right, well, fuck, who cares? Like, in, in, like I, it's, I, I, it's one well, of those. Yeah, 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 I'm not playing for that team again. They probably, when they call me up, I'm not playing for that fucking team. They yeah, stop, there's other you know? ones. Like, there's, hey, yeah. there's 24 other teams I can play for. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, winning, winning is better than losing at the end of the day. And and when you do keep score, you'd, you'd rather be on the other side. But, you know, once again, preseason football, those guys could give a fat fuck to all the starters, right? <laughs> The, and even the kids trying to make make those teams right there's like ah, god we we crush them but i 
I, I didn't make my block. I missed this block. I did that. Like, so they're going home. And that's and all it is. About the, yeah. Yeah. It, it's his personal performance in the, in the NFL preseason because these kids are trying so hard to make the team. And I noticed too, when you t- speak about um, trying to make the team, apparently uh, multi-team practices, combined team practices is not a very good idea. I saw that and, today where there's a bit of a, or today, or, was it today or yesterday? It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but uh, cause people can listen to this four months down the road. So it doesn't much matter, but uh, yeah, there was a little set to it as a, a scrimmage that there's a brawl, a little brawl, uh, <laughs> a brawl turned out with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think it was. Yeah, it was the Eagles. And I forget who, uh, the, the well, and then the Pats had one canceled because they had someone get hurt quite badly the other day in, in the preseason game. Um, but it's it, football. So it's just so weird, right? You know, that it's, it's, it's the most demanding of sports and they're trying to find this balance of protecting the athletes. And then, so when they have just, um, practices, their team OB versus D it's so um, I, I won't say dumb down. It's just such a, such a, um, an impetus is put, put down on like uh, not body context. We don't want people to get hurt. And then finally you get to play on somebody where you can actually hit and try and hurt. I can see how it gets out of control really quickly. And, and it's, it is like there's, probably what happens Dave is that you have, you have two groups who are okay. You, it's just a scrimmage and you're, we're going to hit a little bit, but not a lot of it. And then like one hit turns, it gets a little bit heavier. Then another one gets a little bit heavier. And then all of a sudden guys are laying guys out what it wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to be a controlled scrimmage per se with a little more contact than you would normally have because um, like in ho- like a hockey preseason, there's no hitting at all. Uh, like mm-hmm. you, you might get some hitting when there's like the, the rookie games play and stuff like that, but hockey preseason, no hitting and basketball. They, I don't know if they, what they do, but I'm surprised they even have those games because it's not competitive as it is. And baseball can just be a baseball game, right? It's just the way it is. But with, with, with football, you have to be able to find a way to get competitive reps because as the season uh, goes, it, get, it, it jumps on you and then it's, and then it's over. Right. So you have and to it, find a way early to get some competitive reps, but not too competitive. And you don't want to hit your own guy, but you have to find a way to take a hit and learn. Like it's all, all the stuff that gets in there. So yeah, it's odd. It's probably just boys being boys. And eventually it's just too many, too many factors that get in there that one guy hit this guy a little bit harder. So I'm going to hit him harder. And, and so it goes. Right. So yeah, it's and, crazy and, that, they yeah. Even, that they even do that, but it's a thing. Yeah. Because once again, like it's someone a free agent or, or or an unsigned someone that just got brought to camp that wants to make the mark, and like fuck if they don't like I'm on the we're almost out of training time, and I don't no one's told me I'm doing wicked, so I'm gonna leave my mark today, and then you take a run at the wrong guy, and these are alpha males. You take a run at the wrong guy, and he's gonna take a run yeah. back, or you get two guys really trying hard to make the team, and I gotta make my mark today. Otherwise, I'm not gonna. Be, I'm gonna be looking for work. I'm going back to the warehouse driving a forklift tomorrow, yeah. or I can make the travel squad. And so you're gonna you're gonna hit someone pretty hard, and you, and you you run those two bulls into each other, and 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 shit's going to fly. You wonder how many uh, Ravens fans had their faces painted yesterday striving for that 25th <laughs> win. Hey, uh, like we're, I don't even know where the game was. That's how much I, I, I followed it. It doesn't matter, but like, let's say if the game was on the road, how many, how many Ravens fans went to the local Hooters, with their face, their faces painted ready for that big win 25 in a row or how many, how many, how many places had, had the, the, the tally board about preseason wins in a row. I guarantee it happened. Oh, for sure. There was people ripping up 25 and old baby posters. Like, oh, Jesus, I, I spent 12 bucks on this fucking thing. Like, <laughs> best preseason tape team ever. What a, what a dubious accomplishment. And what have they done in this since 2015? Well, no, they've won Super Bowls. They've since won 15? one since 20. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the, it was right around their, their Super Bowl was, I think, 15, 14 or 15 when, uh, with Flacco, when they beat the, the Broncos in the AFC championship game. It would have been and right that, around that time. Yeah, it would have been. Right, right. Yeah. 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 It would have been right around that time. And, and so they, it's, it's been a bit. 
It's been a bit. So, so maybe that that Super Bowl win catapulted their uh, twenty five win win streak. Who knows if it was whatever year that was, and they haven't haven't lost a preseason game until last night. And Lionel Richie and the Commodores uh, stopped it, stopped this the streak last night. I don't know. It's odd. Like I said, like when we, we first when you sent me this topic, and I I was just like, I don't know why anybody would even know that stat, let alone that it's that it's an actual thing. It's crazy. Well, you got to do it down, like. Uh, you know, have, have has an MLB team ever gone undefeated in spring training? I don't even think that they even keep stats because sometimes they just quit games that like they quit games if it's tied in the ninth. Yeah, oh, fuck it, we're not playing anymore. Well, yeah, I even remember reading that in the paper as a kid, like when the Blue Jays were in Dunedin when I was a Blue Jays follower. Yeah. I would look at their spring training record, not tied. realizing how ridiculously dumb it was to even think about that because. Split squad games and guys and running in the outfield and everything else happens in preseason yeah, baseball. Geez, whatever, yeah. who cares? Like your what? Your starter goes fifteen pitches. Like what the hell happened here? Like because as a kid you didn't know, right? Like it's one of those things you had no idea what was going on. But yeah, there was no TSN or anything. I'm just reading what the Leftbridge yeah. Herald told me on the in the in the sports pages. Yeah, it's unbelievable how people take preseason sports so seriously when when not even management takes it seriously. Like they don't. No. Well, there's a purpose for it to, to get people game ready and to make cuts. That's yeah. it. But the teams are basically set. Pretty much. Like there isn't, yeah. there isn't, you aren't, you aren't getting like maybe the 80th guy might be changing jerseys with somebody else. He's still in the practice roster. You, every team is set when they, when they go to camp, no matter what sport it is. Like it would, it has to take, because contracts come into play right off the bat. So every team is basically set in stone, no matter what sport it is. What before the, like for next year, not a lot just this year, but next year. Right. Unless yeah. a major injury happens. So yeah, it's nuts. And yeah, and you can't, and even for like you fantasy dorks, uh, you can't even take any, any, any solace in what, what your preseason guys do there because it, it doesn't matter. Oh, absolutely not. Like, you know, maybe one of these rookies that wasn't uh, supposed to make a team makes a team, you know, that's, that's called waiver. Or moves off in the depth chart or something, whatever. You it might be. bet. Or someone, yeah, pulls an ACL the first, second week. And then all of a sudden that, now third string running back becomes the second string running back because now there's or they're only one injury away from being the starting running back. It's just there's so many injuries and, and there's so many uh, intangibles that anyone that might even care about a preseason game and the fact that the excuse me the NFL owners are allowed to charge full ticket prices because yeah. what do you do? You gotta you gotta buy this or you don't get your season tickets. Like I said, when we went to that game, we were like I, it was in San Francisco. And we were sitting, fuck, we might have been in San Jose for fuck's sakes. And it was, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> like it was not, like it was full pop. And this was back in 2000. I can't remember what, what it was, but I know, I know it was expensive. Cause when we, we, when we went there, we're like, oh, for like 20 bucks, whatever. It was like, no, it wasn't 20 bucks. And what barn were you in? Game. Candlestick. Oh, oh, so not even the Levi Stadium. No, it was a Candlestick. Yeah, this was in 2000. Yeah. It was a Candlestick. Yeah. And oh, okay. yeah, we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, like nope, it's full price. Like, okay, now now we know. Yeah, because this is this is pre fucking uh, smartphone, right? So who pre, is that? Pre cell phones, really? So then, who was it? Jeff Garcia, or I think you're. I think yeah, he probably was out there. But he was like I said, he was yeah. only out there for one series, and that was it. And then who would have been for the the Chargers? That uh, Bobby Joe something or something like that? It wasn't oh, Phil man. Rivers yet. No idea. Like no idea. Junior oh, okay. Sale might have been on the field. I don't even know. I have no idea. <laughs> no, he probably was, but nonetheless, yeah. yeah for for ten minutes, y'all saw fifty five out there. It's crazy, it's fucking NFL guy. Manti Teo didn't even have his fake. Manti Teo didn't have his first boyfriend, girlfriend, online friend, whatever that was. Jesus fuck, is he still in the league? I uh, no, but he finished with. Uh, there was something I saw. He had a tweet because uh, the. The hurricane hit Southern California, and I think he was raising funds for something, something. I it, so I I got a feeling he might be have an off-field job with the Charger franchise, but I don't know. I do not know. What a fuck! That was messed up on uh, on Sunday. Speaks at the hurricane there, when like he was like, <laughs> he, like I was waiting for the hurricane Hillary to hit because like that hasn't happened in California ever, right? And like all of a sudden, I turned it turned over to CNN. They said fucking earthquake. What the fuck? Like that's just like oh, this is gonna be a really bad day. This is gonna be a. Re it didn't turn turn out too bad, but like this, oh no, this is not yeah. good. 
Yeah, yeah, Baja California got uh Mexico got the the brunt of that. But yeah, it was it was nutty to see like, a lot uh-oh. of uh a lot of rain. That's a place that's not getting a lot of rain. No, anyways. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment was brought to you by Caldera Lab and calderalab.com. Use uh, promo code one four two zero lab for the best in men's skincare and get yourself twenty percent off by using promo code one four two zero lab today at Caldera Lab. Did you see the streets in Vegas were getting flooded though with rain? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, go to the Twitter machine for uh, Hillary Vegas kind of thing, and you know. You never know. You might get some Trump haters locker up. You you do never know, but you know the streets (laughs) of Vegas—they got rain like they've never seen. There you go. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more on this Monday or Tuesday afternoon uh, in uh, in August. Uh, having water, so I'm a little bit screwed up this morning. I'm not not having this uh, thing, having a beer in front of me. But uh, Dave, let's do a little nozzle, not a nozzle. We haven't done this in quite some time. Ready to go? Yeah, sure. What do you got for me? Pretty I simple uh, with how this works out. A nozzle is a person who's a little bit of a dickhead i guess one way of putting it we don't want to say dickhead too too often but so nozzle not a nozzle let's start with this one uh pete alonzo nozzle or not a nozzle for his little situation with a rookie mason win well he was running uh pretty comfortably in the nozzle uh population for a while now caring too much about the home run contest and just kind of being a dick but when some rookie comes up and gets their first hit as a major leaguer and you throw that ball into the crowd that could be the one of the bigger dick moves a guy can do in in professional sports like like i don't like i'm trying to think of something that's equally as bad like that's that's just being a fucking dick yeah, especially being an established major leaguer like Alonzo is, and and knowing knowing that yeah, how far how hard it is to make the major leagues, and how far you got to come to get to to the level he's at, and then have a kid coming up. Yeah, it wasn't a he didn't rip a home run or double down into the gap. It was an infield hit down third base. I think it's it was. A hit, yeah. it was a hit's a hit. It's gonna say that in the uh, in in the box score no matter what. And for him to throw that, that's a complete dickhead move. So I don't think there's any doubt that Pete Alonzo's an absolute nozzle. He did the the, the kid did. Get the ball back from the, the the fan, I guess, and then uh, Alonzo did um, give him a, a bottle of tequila and a sign a signed bat from himself. So that even even more of a nozzle move. <laughs> hey, you, you don't like me? Here's a, here, here's an autographed bat from me to prove how much more of a dickhead I am by giving a bat to you, so you can remember me even more forever and ever. Just a it's nozzle a, move. It's a school bully on your bus. Like, oh, I, I like that. Sa- I like the I like the ham sandwich your mom makes. Eat your sa- sandwich and then autographs to your uh, your your mail your lunchbox to give. Give it back me the to you. crust back to finish the sandwich here. <laughs> Fuck off. Tell your mom thanks, dickweed. Yeah, at least I got a little bit of my sandwich. <laughs> like, just a dickhead move. Yeah, Pete Alonzo, just an absolute nozzle. Uh, yeah, here's another one. Uh, last week, uh, the guy that I used to quite like and listen to him a lot, I've listened to him in quite some time, but he made uh, the news for all the wrong reasons. So I think we know which way this is going to go. But let, let, actually, let's do this two two parter. Uh, Colin Cowherd five years ago, nozzle, not a nozzle. Um, I don't, I've, I've listened to his thing maybe four or five times. I know he, he likes what he sees in the mirror a little too much, but from <laughs> uh, what comes across my feed, I'll just give him a pass. I'll say not a nozzle. Okay. Well, last week uh, he, they, they said uh, there was a thing that came up. I think he's on Fox sports news and no more Fox sports or whatever it is and on the more Fox sports West. It doesn't matter what network it is. Um, he made, uh, there was a thing, quarterbacks who aren't going to win a super bowl. And he inc- uh, included in the list, uh, Reese 
recently deceased a, a, a year ago now, Dwayne Haskins on that list. Uh, one, obviously, that's a nozzle move. Two, uh, turns out that, that uh, you know, obviously Haskins is dead. He's not going to a Super Bowl, so he's not wrong. But uh, it goes to show that a lot of these sportscasters, they don't really know what they're talking about a lot of time. It's just they just throw enough shit on the wall and hope something sticks. Yeah, like I, I, I really want to think that this is a list he had maybe in the in the folder or, or for for something to put out for an off day or something like that because to mock someone a young man's death is ridiculous, right? Like that, I, I can't imagine that he. I don't he think he was doing it for, for humor. Like, wait, like, like, obviously we can yeah. laugh at it here and say, yeah, there's a good chance that Dwayne Haskins is winning a Super Bowl. But if you're on a nationally syndicated show, I would hope you're not making jokes about that kind of stuff. If it's just a mistake, it's a mistake. But I, you would think that there would be some, some kind of, uh, uh, intern or somebody fact checker, whatever it might be that would or research or somebody to say, this guy's probably shouldn't be on this list. Cause he's, he's quite dead. Well, how like coward has a staff. He's been doing this on his own for Forever. a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, to, so how that even gets, to the public eye I, I don't understand and which also leads me to the second point is like he must think this is a joke and then how do you think like i can laugh at pretty much anything but that I, I, even even i have my lines yeah. and 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 i can say things to you that i'm not tweeting out to millions of people yeah like, there's, and even there's, if a, there's there's a lot of stuff that we say when the old record button's not on that uh, probably is uh, is a good thing let me say they're not horrible like it was 30 years ago like there's there's just some stuff that's just you know between you and i and that maybe that some people would take the wrong way or, or and everything else you just don't say things right right and then like i don't know like yeah you, so i i gotta give him the benefit of the doubt being in the public eye as long as he has that this was some sort of accident but then yeah the the, the amount of people you're alienating and 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 hurting your hurting your brand even if it's not funny, you're hurting your brand because now there's people that are going to say no. So I like, I'll say nozzle with a heavy dose of stupidity, with like a sidecar of stupidity. Like Deanne says it all the time. Where she makes sure that you know when we're doing this with a, she goes, she reminds me all the time. It's it's context, delivery, and intent, right? When you say things, and like so, if you say certain things, you could as long as you're not hurting anybody and not meaning to, and the the way you say things, you can say you you can get away with a lot more as long as you're not. Uh, like it's context delivering intent. And you, like, you just wonder what the heck that he was thinking on a day like that. Uh, here's one that uh, I know you're, you're a uh, gold blue kind of guy. Nozzle, not a nozzle, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I think he's a huge nozzle and I love him for it. Like he's actually, he's kind of a bit of a hayseed too. He's he, he, could you imagine walking into his closet? Like khakis and blue shirts, fucking and, khakis and, 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 and Michigan blue hats, shirts, no matter and what. Michigan hats, yeah, and it's the same Michigan hat. He's he's never, never doing anything different. He orders a glass of milk with every steak supper. He eats steak every night. Like he's it's, he's he's good at his job, and he's he runs a little hot, but he coaches my team. He's good to coach. He's good coach. Yeah, like uh, oh, uh, the Ohio State University hasn't beaten uh, Michigan in in over two and a half years. So that's a good thing. Um, I'll give him the shit to bed against TCU, but you know I'll let that hayseed coach blue for a while. <laughs> he's in the, he's in, I got himself recently suspended. It's kind of an odd thing how Michigan implemented their own their own. Uh, this was just yesterday or today that they implemented their their own suspension before the NCAA did. They're they're, so they're hoping that the rest of it just goes away. Like no, NCAA, we'll take care of it. You just you you back off. We'll spend it for three games. The games they got Eastern Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. So I mean, they're going to win. So and then wasn't just, that for treating a kid for a hamburger? Or something. And, but I think that he was it's lying. Just, they said he didn't. So it all kind of intertwined. But it was such a nothing thing. And it was during COVID. It was thing. like it was a nothing, a nothing, like a nothing. And then just NCAA being the NCAA. Uh, cool, cool, uh, gold Jimmy Harbaugh is a different cat. Uh, two more. Uh, nozzle, not a nozzle. Fall baseball organizers. Um, there's different groups. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd put you on the spot here a little bit, but yeah, there's different groups and, uh, there's definitely different price ranges. It's like, you're shopping for a car. We go, do, do, do we want a Kia? Or do we want a Subaru? 
or do you want a ca- Cadillac here? Like, you know, and you know, I don't think the Cadillac ride and in, in the, the Cadillac prices in fall ball have a much better ride than the Kia prices in fall ball. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but there is people with agendas that it's not about developing kids baseball. No, it's uh, cause I'm, yeah, there's a lot of different, uh, and it's, it's the same throughout, what, no matter what level you're at, what age group, whether it be coaches, players, parents, umpires, there's a lot of, uh, uh, different stuff going on around the, the fall baseball thing for minor, for minor sports. It's for minor baseball. It's, so, yeah, so I'm it's, describing it's broad, interesting. It's I'm, interesting. I'm describing in broad sport, uh, broad strokes. And like, there is a stratus available, but you know, like the, the Kia price is here for fall ball. And there's another price for the better version of fall ball with at a zero, like literally at a zero. Yeah. And then there's another price that's, at another zero like it's almost that bad it's not quite that bad but it's it, like we're more than doubling price as we go up in in I, the quality that they're telling us today what i get a kick out of is that when the fall ball season starts there's zero gas in said car and then when you you when the fall ball's over there's still zero gas in said car when it's all said and done for fall ball yes That's it's, my it's it's a really interesting um business plan for different strata uh, last one, then we'll get out of here. Uh, I, I don't listen to this guy very much because I, I don't know how, and I don't know how much you, you know of, of this guy, but uh, barstool personality, Frank the Tank, nozzle or not a nozzle? I got to think he's a nozzle. I don't, I'm not a barstool follower. I do follow ball, barstool sports because it's, it's kind of a fun follow and then occasionally yeah. it gives me good content. But this Frank the Tank, this fat bastard that uh, walks around as a Mets <laughs> fan and freaks out, like, fuck that guy. Like, I don't, I don't, I never click on the video for him freaking out at Mets fan or him on the subway being a Mets fan or whatever. Like, so I think he's a total fucking nozzle. If your whole shtick is being a raging fat bastard wearing a Mets fan, a Mets and loud, hat, obnoxious, yeah. Fuck off. It's got it's gotta be mostly a put on. It has to be. Nobody's that much of an idiot. I, I, would, I, I, I would, wouldn't think. I would hope so, but you know, there is there's gotta be a little bit of truth in it because like I imagine he got the job by being a fat, obnoxious asshole that's a Mets fan. Um, but then you know, this is paying the bills, so we gotta I gotta I gotta be fatter, more obnoxious and doing it in more places. That's uh, like I'm then this is seeing all this, that's me giving this fat bastard the the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, no, I I think the guy's an absolute idiot. Like it's 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 shocking the amount of press this guy gets all on a daily basis. And we're giving him more right here, but yeah, it's crazy. I, like I, he's an idiot. An absolute I, I idiot. don't get it. You know, is that what we got to do? Gain weight and and make fools of ourselves in public? I can't. Like this is it, man. I look the same since fucking I was seventeen. It ain't oh, changing. Jesus. You know, yeah, a little more hair now than I did when I was seventeen, but whatever. Oh, uh, you know, I like my my hair doesn't change. The only gray I get is in my sideburns and my and my chin. Yeah, but I don't think I can. I don't think I can hit three. Do you think it's possible that I can hit three hundred pounds? Uh, I don't think it is. I actually don't think it is. And like, I would have to stop moving. Like you couldn't walk your dog anymore. Your 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 job, no. you'd have to like you wouldn't be able to like you know any the amount of food you'd have to eat and everything else and just to it, it you couldn't do it. You could I I know I couldn't do it. I don't know you couldn't do it. Don't you, doesn't, don't fat people like even burn enough calories chewing? I guess, you know, you gotta, you would burn more calories. Like it's, it's, it's harder to move. I, I don't fucking no, know. But if like that's it, what the 1420 Sports Bar podcast has to do to uh, hit international fucking stardom, we, we gotta find another business plan because that, that one won't, I don't think that one's gonna work for us by any means. <laughs> fat Fuck. bastard television. Fat bastard incorporated. <laughs> fat loud bastard. FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the FBI. Yeah, that's exactly it. May I change it? There's a fucking next show, Fat Bastard Incorporated. Ways of success. Fuck. Well, yeah, you know, send in your suggestions, everybody. What yeah. fat bastards can we talk about? Yeah, find, find a fat bastard. We'll, we'll get him on the show. Fuck. We're talking about fat. Speaking of in, politically incorrect. <laughs> well, that Frank the Tank is a fat bastard. He's a fat bastard. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. He, he's like fat bastard in those Austin Power movies. He's a fat yeah, bastard. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Well, Without the Scottish brogue. Yes. There you go. Anyways, Dave, you're down in Whitefish for another couple of days. What do you got going on tonight? Um, tonight, um, let me check here. It looks like because it rained all day yesterday. Beautiful day out here. 
we are going to a, a Glacier Range Riders uh, ball game. So it's minor league ball. Um, I thought it was independent league. It's minor league. Told, yeah, it's it's, a, yeah, oh, it's an league. odd work. How they they send players and it's yeah. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, but nonetheless, we're what we're we're going to a ball game tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, tomorrow our holiday ends. Oh, there's another thing I I I tried. Excuse me. I saw on the, on the Twitter machine today the very first pair of shoes of Air Jordans that Michael Jordan wore um, is up for auction, and the, the it lasts for twenty. I I put in a bid to, for two hundred grand. And well, it's t- let's just say for sake conversation, just because just because that that the internet broke down, and then your bid went through. What do you do? Oh, I'm gonna have to make some calls. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I would be able to finance it, but like, like there's and there's 22 days left in the auction. So I put I think, it. I think you'll just, be okay. Like the internet's not gonna go down for 22 days, but like just let's say for that it. Uh, um, um, can we? It, it was 22 seconds, not 22 days, and now I got to come up with 200. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> no, Kaylee, uh, it, was, it we, was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> You know what she said? You call Moose right now. Yeah, you call Moose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's already sold him. Don't worry about it. He's already sold him <laughs> for a profit. He has, he has a guy, but he also has a fee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you end up fucking so, in the tank for sure. Still. So Moose, if you're listening, I got I got a bid for 200k on Michael Jordan's very first pair of Air Jordans game worn, and uh, those will go. We got 22 days million. to go. I mean, those go for like seven million bucks. We we should jot that down in 22 days. I'll, I'll I'm gonna I've, I've tagged the site, but uh, the bid was 160k and I bumped it up to 200k. Just today. right now, eh? just don't even like 160k and one. <laughs> and one penny. And one. So I got that much left. Yeah. Anyways, oh, that's fun. No, that's funny. Uh, Dave, enjoy the game tonight. We'll see you when you get back to uh, Left Bridge. It's uh, hold the fort down here. Southern Alberta. Whoop up days are on. I was gonna go to the parade today, but it turns out I didn't want to. <laughs> it's funny how that happens eh? is yeah. there a parade aside from a championship parade that you would ever want to go to even then it'd be, I, I would go to a championship parade I guess but like yeah, the parade I'd be happy to. would you rather go to the parade or go to the gathering to hear the speeches at the, the gathering at the park? Yeah, they're, they're lit right up and they, they, they're in one area the whole thing the, 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 the gathering and the yeah, the energy would be pretty good, but there's also like, you know, 100,000 people shoulder to shoulder, no toilets, might be hot, you might be beside the wrong person. A lot of variables there. I can watch that. Yeah, right. I just watch it on TV. They're all on television. Yeah, or just, you know, have somebody like, you know, in an office, hey, so-and-so works at uh, U.S. Chase Bank. Let's go to the fucking second floor and wave and, and yell at them. And we'll, then... send a, we'll send fourteen twenty beat reporter there to go take care of that and be they're videoing it for us to send to us stream all over the world for us yeah next yeah if anything happens in uh in bloomington we'll get uh the the former intern on it <laughs> there you go anyways 1420 sports bar <laughs> podcast more beer sports talking a whole lot more take care of each other more importantly take care of yourself eat your rounds stick on the ice and what else dave thanks for all your hard work no swinging at hard pitch hard pitches high pitches jimmy high sorry pitches, about that. Jimmy. <laughs> all right on guys we'll talk to you on thursday night